Kel? Yay. Do you know what time it is? What time is it? It's lunchtime with Ace and Co. Guys, welcome to Lunchtime with Ace and Co. Um, I'm really sorry to say it, but Co is not here this week. I have a special co-host with me. Uh, she is probably my oldest friend. And when I say that, I mean that she's fucking old. <laughs> oh as, my god. <laughs> she's old as balls. <laughs> Not that I've known her forever, just that she's old. Jesus. Um, so, yeah, and I'm excited to do this with her because I have a lot of fun with her. Her name is Sherry. Hello. And um, Sherry of Sherry Camella Photography. She's a local photographer in Phoenix. And we're actually sitting here today together recording this. That's pretty fun. It is. It's very nice. Always nice being really close to you, Ace. Mm, Shut up. (laughs) Okay, so to start the episode, we always ask people, what are you eating for lunch today? So what are you eating? Well, I think we're going to, after this, head out and get some Chipotle. It's not how you say it. It's Chipotle. Yeah. But I say Chipotle. That's not right. I know, but you always argue with me on how I say things. <laughs> well, maybe if you didn't always say shit wrong. So I'm going to get a chipotle burrito mm. with a lot of steak and sour cream and cheese, and it's all going to be gooey and nice and healthy. And I'm going to get the burrito, too. The, the shell. The, sh- the tortilla? The tortilla, which is the, the shell. The shell. Yes. <laughs> and so... this is why he calls me older than, yes, balls. God. Okay, well, I'm going to get a chipotle quesadilla with what chicken. Kind? Chicken. But Chipotle. A Chipotle? No. <laughs> Chipotle. And what you have to do, though, the trick to getting the quesadilla there is that you have to get it extra crispy. So they set it in that thing, and they, like, it takes a long time. And they put it in the foil, and then they put it in the little press thing, and it takes a long time, but it's so much better, and it's crispy. Do they and get then, irritated with you that you ask for it extra crispy? Yeah, I apologize. And then you have to get a side of sour cream and dip it in that. Not guacamole, sour cream. Okay. Do it's, you get the pico on it? No, no, just chicken <sighs> and cheese. Boring. And twi- a shell. Boring. A shell. <laughs> oh, my God. So... <laughs> Every episode we ask our guests, you know, what is your in the shitter and your golden turd in the shitter being your low point of the week and your golden turd is the highlight of your week. Okay. You want to go first since you're my special guest? I would love to go first. Okay, so the sh- you said the shitter moment, right? Yep. Okay, so the shitter moment, well, with the rain and me moving into a new house comes a dirt backyard. Well, yesterday the dogs decided that they had to go outside, so we let them out. And we look out, and my soft-coated Wheaton is sprinting around the backyard, just digging up the mud. Why would you have even let them outside? Because they have to go potty. Take them on a walk. No, they go potty out back. And Fergus is afraid to go outside, other than his backyard. Oh, my God. He's a little psychotic dog. So we let her out, and she's re- both of them are running. But Fergus is little, so he doesn't get as much mud. But Lucy had mud from her little paws up to, like, mid her legs. Well, and you know my husband's very clean with the house, he so lost it was. His shit. Uh, he did, and it was a big debacle over having to clean their feet. And once their feet were clean, they couldn't get on the furniture for a certain amount of time. And those of you that know my Lucy dog, she's like my baby. That so was she, a very 
first world problems. Problem. It was. You know, I, that, I guess that that's my show. Oh, our new house is just covered in mud <laughs> from our dog who is a purebred. And, oh, wait, I, no. Wait, yes. stop. Yeah, okay. She is a purebred. Yeah, of course uh-huh. she is. She is. Uh-huh. Yeah. I saved her, though, from a puppy mill. Oh, God. Okay, so there you go. You bought her, just... at, you bought her at the fucking mall. Okay. No, no, not So, the... your golden turd. My golden turd. Okay, so... I was asked to go to a kindergarten classroom with 18 children, all in the accelerated kindergarten program, and do a presentation on photography. And <laughs> why are you laughing? <laughs> because there's no such thing as accelerated kindergarten. Yeah, they are. They're, they're a little bit advanced. In kindergarten. They are. Mm-hmm. That's stupid. Mm-hmm. So I went and gave a presentation on photography. And I got, I, I'm like, okay, what can kindergartners understand about photography? So I did bird's eye view, bug's eye view, and then we did a little activity with Polaroids. But I will have to say, one of the little girls, very cute, we were discussing, the teacher was discussing rules when we have a guest speaker. And one little girl raised her hand very proudly and said, we must not steal balls from other people while there's a guest speaker. It's a good rule of thumb. And I thought, well, wow, that is a really good rule of thumb. Had nothing to do with photography. But I did roll that back in and said, when we had the, the Polaroids, we may not steal each other's Polaroids. Oh, good. So, you know, I, I, I worked with it. Made yeah. it feel, you know, important. Well, they're advanced kindergartners. They so I'm sure are. they'll get it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. <sighs> so, so it was fun. My in the shitter this week <laughs> is definitely getting a shout out to my road rage. Because... In Phoenix, it doesn't rain often, but when it does, people don't know how to drive. Not at all. And I'm trying to work on my road rage, but uh, I'm not doing the best at it. Yeah, it's... it's... And so, what I'm finding is that, like, I yell at these people. They'll do something, and I yell at them in the car, which I'm not even... They don't even know I'm yelling at them. And I go on and on about it for, like, not hours, but, like... Several minutes. Now, are you by yourself or is Caitlin? No, Caitlin's in the car. And what is? And I'll just be like, someone will like slam on their brakes or something, and usually I'm kind of riding their ass or something, and I'll be, God damn it, you fucking piece of shit, you ever fucking driven a goddamn fucking car before? And I just like keep going, and I'm just like, you gotta calm it down. You're you're talking to yourself. You gotta calm it down. Yeah, no, I have to calm it down. Yes. I would like to, but so this week with the rain, it's really brought it out. It it is. Yes, I I have to agree with you there. <sighs> But my golden turd of the week is, you know, we're, we're buying a new house. Yes, we're trying to find exciting. stuff for it. And there's these chairs on from Target. Yes. And they're like super, they're like dining room chairs. They're leather. They're super cute. They're like a super good price, but they're sold out all online. So we went to Target last night and we found them. Nice. And so I'm just super excited about that. Except for there was only five and we wanted at least six. Can you go to another Target? Probably. But I just feel good like knowing we have five. And we didn't have, <laughs> we didn't realize how big the boxes were going to be when I asked for them. So I was like, oh, I need five. She's like, okay, that's all we have. She brings them up and I'm like, fuck, we don't have like a SUV to put these Did in. Did you have so- to make like several trips? No, they're still on hold. Very nice. So I'm going to get them today. <clears throat> cool. Love so, yeah. a good Target sale. Oh, I do love Target sale. Okay. Mm-hmm. Flashback favorites. So this is where we talk about things that we used to do in photography that we thought was really great at the time. And now we look back and we question our entire existence. I would have to say my flashback moment is my editing. So when I first started doing editing, I thought it was a thing to like soften people's faces up till they look like they were plastic man. 
So what I would do is go into that little clarity tool and just lower it as low as I could go. Especially, like negative 100? Oh, like negative, big time. Yeah, negative 100 would be good, especially if the kid had acne. So <laughs> I slide that thing down and they just glowed. Mm -hmm. um, and I still, I mean, I know the family. I'm thinking of one particular senior that I did when I first started and they, they still love those pictures. But I'm like, oh, please don't bring those out while I'm here. Real good skin disease going yeah, on. Oh, oh, he does look, because his acne's still all red, but it's glowing. It looks soft, but he's all red. <laughs> I'm, uh, that's a, I don't think I ever went through this super non-clarity phase. I'm thankful for that. But I've been through some stuff. Rainbows and eyes. Well, yeah, I did, yes, yes. I did used to edit <laughs> rainbows and eyes. That was one of my favorites. That's probably one of my favorite moments for me. Um, but my thing is, I used to be obsessed with logos. Oh, yes. It was like every few weeks you needed a new logo. You're mm -hmm. like, oh, rebranding myself. I need a new fancy logo. And I started out with a really fancy script font, Ace mm -hmm. Fanning Photography. Um, and I was just like, God, this like is so classy. I'm so above it all. I'm just... It looks good. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So I think that's my flashback. And I would put it on every single thing I did. Like you were worried that someone was... Someone like, might steal my... And you needed to have mm -hmm. that logo on there. Yes. And mm -hmm. I was just obsessed with logos and I would change it all the time. And yeah, I'm thankful. Now I tell people don't even... You need a logo for your website and that's it. Like, you I, I think I got that advice from you. Yeah, but you probably didn't fucking listen for uh, a long time. I, 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 well, I do now. You know me. You never listen to anything I say until it bites you in the ass, and then you're like, and why have, didn't you tell me? I have me? to say, yeah, you were right, and then I just do what you said. Oh, mm -hmm. that's all yeah. right. All right. Well, all we're right. going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back to answer your guys' questions. hey -o. Have you ever posted in an online photography group just to get ripped a new one because people didn't agree with what you had to say? Or have you ever reached out to a more established photographer and crickets? The Unraveled Academy wants to change the way we learn and interact with other photographers. It's an online photography community where assholes are not welcome and everyone has a seat at the lunch table. The Unraveled Academy is constantly feeding its members new content and courses to keep them growing as photographers and human beings. But the real treat is that our listeners are getting one free month at Unraveled. <laughs> That's better than any carb I've ever met. All you have to do is use the promo code LUNCHTIME when you sign up at www.theunraveledacademy.com and you get one month free. That makes me want to shake my man boobies like never before. So don't forget, use the code LUNCHTIME when you sign up at www.theunraveledacademy.com and be ready to experience a whole new community. All right, we are back and we are doing Ask Ace and Co. But because Co is not here and because Sherry is my special guest, we are doing Ask Sherry and Ace. So these are the questions that people write into us, and we have a whole ton of them that we try to pick and choose from. Um, and I'm sorry if we don't always get to everyone's questions, but we try our best. So. If you guys have a question that you want answered on the show, please send it to us at lunchtimeaceandco at gmail.com. And if it's good enough, it'll be on the show. <laughs> well, does the, the questions have to be about photography or could they ask other stuff? 
what are they going to ask about? Like, I don't know. Penis size? No. Maybe. <laughs> that would oh make for a good question, God. right? <laughs> it's not anything to write home about. So, <laughs> this week, uh, my first question that I got was, I am in a local photography group, and photographers will post about a referral. And the entire thing turns into a bidding war for who will take the jobs for the cheapest, and I feel like I can't compete with those people and their lowball prices. Well, then don't fucking compete with them. Exactly. Why would you want to? Like, you don't need... You don't want a bottom-of-the-barrel stuff. You put your prices out there, and if people want it, then they take it, and if they don't, then they find it somewhere else. Like, I don't... Do you think Target was stressing about those chairs that I bought? Not no. at all. No. Not at all. And I found, too, um, in my history of doing photography, because I started out... Photography? Photography. <laughs> oh, my gosh. You know, I was born and raised here. Well, I was born in California, but raised here in Arizona, so I don't have, like, an accent. Well, why do you say photography? Photography. I'm photographing I'm I'm photograph your pets today. I'm a photographer. Well, when I started back in 1920, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, of course, I had really low prices. And I will say, with the lower prices came clients that were a little bit more demanding. Um, they, If they could pick something out that was wrong, they would. Granted, I do have awesome clients that have stuck around with me, you know, since I was at a low ball price and now I'm at a higher price. But I will say that the the lower prices bring those clients that expect more for less. Yeah. And honestly, I, if I'm being completely honest with you, I, I wouldn't really look for business and referrals there. Because yeah. I feel like then they're not coming to you. They're saying like, hey, this person said you'd be a great fit, so I'm going to use you instead of them. It's like, I don't want to be someone's like second best. Well, and I love the things too, um, you know, our garage sale sites and the, <laughs> all that. What are those sites called? Swip Swap. The Swip Swap sites are very known for looking for photographers. And the first thing that turns me off if someone's looking for a t- photographer, photographer. <laughs> if they say looking for a reasonable or cheap photographer, photographer. <laughs> now I'm going to be like conscious about this. Well, good. It's good. a good thing to be conscious okay. of. Okay. So, second yeah. question. Okay. We're going to. Go on. Okay. You're going to read it. Oh, I'm going to read it. Oh, yeah. dear. I am about to have my second baby. Oh, God. First while I'm... What? Can you not read? Yes, I can. <laughs> this is why you're old. <laughs> I'm about to have my second baby. First while in business. And I'm really worried about maternity leave and losing business while I'm gone. What can I do? Are you, are you making me read this because I'm a woman? No, I'm going to answer it, too. Oh, okay. Because you have a food baby? <laughs> no, but... <laughs> um, so, oh, okay, I'm going to back it up. So what I would say is a lot... I mean, personally, me, I would work up until I gave birth. That's just me. Um, and I think your clients that truly love you and truly appreciate your work are going to stick around for you. Um, so I don't think they're going to, to leave. I had a friend, so we've never had a baby, but it is one of those things that you do think about and having a baby like in your busy time and stuff. And I had a friend who she was going on maternity leave and what she, she was actually giving birth during like her busiest time of year. And so what she did was she moved all the things that she normally does up. So she told all of her clients ahead of time, like, hey, you know, I always do, I think every year she does like these Christmas mini sessions. And so she moved those up to like August Mm -hmm. and she moved, like she told her clients like, hey, 
I can't take sessions past October, whatever. So she shot a bunch of families in September and October and she got all of it in. Um, I think that's one thing to think about. I think the other thing that I would think about is like stay up on social media. Even though you're on maternity leave and you're taking time away, just don't lose that social media front. Keep people tied into the fact that you're having a baby. Update them on the baby, but also keep some of your work to share during that time. Mm -hmm. So just keeping yourself fresh in people's mind, and I think that's important. Um, And the last thing I would say is don't go back too early. Uh, Give yourself enough time, and you know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. You need to, you know, have that time with your family and um, family first, always family first. Um, Is is it possible to work, you know, with a baby coming into the family, you can work at home. You just have to organize it and make sure that, you know, everything's covered and... Yeah. I, I just say, don't stress it too much. Plan for it. Plan ahead of time for how you can get as much work in as possible and... But the big thing that I would really suggest is staying at least up on social media so that people don't completely forget about you and then when your busy you time comes look, around. Yeah, you still look like you're active and out there. Yeah. Uh, okay, number three. You can read this one. I'm going to. It okay, says good. my name next to oh, it. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. That's how that works. Okay. <laughs> one of my clients is a total photographer hopper and it drives me nuts to see her constantly jumping around and I feel like she doesn't even value my work. Am I crazy? Here's the thing. It doesn't fucking matter because she, when she books you, does her check still go through? Mm-hmm. Do you like working with her? Do you still enjoy it? And you know what I mean? Like that's where you need to be looking. Don't be stressed about if they're going to other places. I had, um, I had a client one time tell me she went to this certain photographer because that photographer offered something completely different than what I right. could do. And she just really wanted that. Didn't mean that she didn't love what I did. It's just that for one of the years, she wanted to do this thing that was completely different, and I'm cool with that, because I know that my work is very limited in what I'm able to give back to people. Um, I know what I do, and I think that I do well at what I do, but there's a whole other world out there of different styles and stuff, and so if someone wants to go to someone else to get that, and they want to eventually come back to me, that's fine. I'm not going to stress it. I have a client um, this year that is, she's doing that. She's hopping around to different photographers, and it it doesn't bother me. Um, She's got a new baby, and I think she's enjoying photographing this baby, as she should. Um, She's, I think every couple months, she's got new pictures of the baby. So I think what she's doing is finding photographers that maybe have a sale or a special or something and getting her baby in to be photographed. But she's coming to me for her holiday session this year so I know they come back well I think the thing too is if you're really if you really believe in photography and you think like oh this is I, I just want people to remember these moments and stuff then you shouldn't shit on the fact that they're just going and getting as many memories as possible yeah that's what it's you know, all like about like with your friend like especially memories. in a baby for that first 12 months like they change drastically every like, week yeah. yeah they're really ugly and then they get a little bit cuter and a little bit cuter and that six months they hit like peak cuteness that that's the peak i think six months is like peak so when they're first born they're just ugly you think so like an old man actually i think three months is the ugliest but see it's going to be so different when you have your own that baby's going to come out and you're going to be like oh my gosh that's the cutest thing ever Mm, okay well we'll we'll, we'll revisit this (laughs) Okay, question number four. Oh, that, I read this one. Yes. 
How do you wrangle the bridal party during weddings? I thought every wedding I shot was just a shit show, but now I'm starting to think maybe it's something with me. Well, I will say that I have been involved in quite a few shit shows of a wedding. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I, seriously, I think sometimes weddings, I, I haven't done a lot of them, but I think I need to start writing like books about things that happen at weddings. Well, weddings are a crazy thing. They are. Anyways. Yes. For any normal wedding, it can be crazy. I have found that the photographer, even if there is a wedding coordinator, the photographer is ultimately the one that's in charge of making sure that timeline goes. Um, also, to avoid having that shit show, um, I want to see their timeline before the wedding ever gets here, a month before, whatever it is. I want to see what their timeline is. I want to know when they're having pictures. I want to know when that sun's going down. I want to make sure that my services that I'm providing to them, everything gets taken care of during the time that I need it to be. And I make sure that the timeline goes on, on, on cue. Um, I get bossy, but I'm nice bossy. I think it's important how much planning goes into it ahead of time. Exactly. And that's where I think sometimes I can get a little bit crazy with people is I, you know, I, I ask them tons of questions and I make sure that I write out all this stuff. One of the things that I ask people to do for weddings is write down for family pictures. Cause the thing that people don't understand is like, I don't fucking know your family. Exactly. And so I don't know who's important and who's not and who's sleeping together and who's divorced and all this stuff. So what I ask people to do is write down a list and send it to me of what the different groupings are of not only just their names, but also who they are. So that way I can pay attention to like who goes next to each other. And don't put then, the ex-wife and the ex-husband together. Well, so, but then no, but sometimes, sometimes, but sometimes, do. sometimes I ask people and they're like, no, I'm fine with that. So it's just about, you know, you need to know the dynamics. Yes. And I think it'll go better. I will say that most weddings can feel like a shit show, but depends on how much time you put in ahead of time. Like for our wedding, what Caitlin and I did was we did not want to be stressed on our wedding. We had a morning wedding, so we knew the light wasn't going to be great. So we actually got dressed, completely dressed, head to toe, the day before. I love it. Did our pictures, and then the next day, all we had to do was like our ceremony, family pictures, reception, and we were done. Mm -hmm. And it's not stressful that way. Some people don't like that, but... I, I try to talk my bride and grooms into the first look, too. Yeah. I think that helps a lot, too. Um, some of them don't want that first look which adds a little extra stress in there but you just got to keep on top of it yeah it just depends on people's personalities like some people i feel like a first look can be more intimate but some people are like i want to walk down the aisle and see him crying his eyes on like, okay well we're all different okay last question is i love photographing families but where i struggle is with toddlers do you have any tips on how to handle children who are channeling hitler during their <laughs> sessions <laughs> i think the number one thing i'm gonna say <laughs> is you have to have patience mm -hmm. um we had a session recently and one of the boys it was three boys and one boy just like he just wouldn't come over like we were in this wash and he just kept running around and like would not come near us and I realized that, like, he was scared of us. And I realized that once we got him with the family, like, it was, he would be fine. He was laughing at the things I was doing, but he was too scared to come over. And so I think the big thing is patience. I always like to, um, for my sessions, I try to start with the whole family first because I can 
Like, if kids are scared or anything, their mom and dad are right there. They can hold on to them. I'm not going to, like, kill them. And it gives them a little bit of a comfort. Yeah. Um, so I think that's the number one thing I would say is patience. But there's also those kids, like, I can't stand those kids who have apparently never been outside before. Oh, and with the don't want to touch any of the surroundings or grass. Or, or don't want to be looked at, don't want to be, you know, any of it. Mm-hmm. And they're just like, has your child ever... Well, and I know you get along really well with kids because you're probably one of the funnest people I know. Um, But I I love working with kids, but I will say that yet two two years old two year olds, that's probably the the biggest challenge I have because they're either going to be hot or not. Yeah. Um, they either want something to do with you or they don't want anything to do with you. I've won several over, but it usually seems like the last 10 minutes of the session. And I'm like, Oh, could we just start like right here? But you know, I had a little five-year-old that I've been photographing for, for years and she loves me. Um, this year it was not happening, not happening at all. I don't know what exactly the situation was, but you know, we did the best with what we could and mom was totally understanding. So that's the other thing is parents know their children so when they bring them to the session and they know that they're going to be a little hell on wheels you're going to do the best you can to you know what else i do is i try to like avoid them for a little bit Mm -hmm. so like if i know like we had a shoot recently and it was two little girls and i just kind of stay back i let caitlin kind of go up first talk to the girls and i just kind of ignore them um and then I could tell that the older one was going to be fine with me. So I started talking to her. But the baby, I knew, was, like, not going to be cool with me. Uh-huh. And so as they were getting out of the car, I kept trying to, like, I kept circling around the truck so that she didn't see me. Because it's, like, if <laughs> she sees me, man. it's, yes, I'm, well, I'm big. I have facial hair. I'm loud. So I get why I can be terrifying to kids. So sometimes what I'll do is I'll just kind of hang back and completely ignore the shit out of them. And then after... I get to that point where it's like, okay, we're fine. They see the fun that you're having yes. with the other ones, and they're yes. like, hey, I'm missing out. Yeah. It's like the reverse psychology a little bit. Some Well, sometimes reverse psychology works, and sometimes... Sometimes it doesn't. Depends on the kid. And it does. Their it personality. Does. It does. Oh, so, every week we like to leave everyone with a challenge. Um, something that we want you guys to think about during your week uh, with your business, with your personal life, whatever it may be. Um, so... Do you have a challenge that you want to give everybody? I do have a challenge. And someone told me about this this uh, uh, suggestion, and I put it into place. And it was I, me. It was me was who it said you? it. Yeah. My who, photography friend? Yeah. It was me who always <laughs> says everything to you, and then you ignore what I say. But I will say that this was very helpful. So I have all different means of communication. I have my Instagram page. I have my Facebook page. I have my website. I have my phone. Um, I took my phone number off of basically everything. I don't want people calling me and I don't want people texting me. Um, I want all of my communication to come in via my email, all in one spot. Um, I did have something happen um, one time where I had multiple communications going on. I missed a date um, and that's like one of my biggest fears is I had it on one spot, I booked somebody else on the other spot. So having it all in one central place is very good for me. I, I need it all in one spot. Well, and it also sets boundaries for your clients to exactly. not like text you at midnight and be like, hey, where's my pictures? And you're like, oh, uh, mm-hmm. it's midnight. You mm-hmm. know? And I do on my email too, I have an automatic reply that goes back that says, thank you for your email. I'm answering emails during the hours of eight to five, Monday through Friday, leave it and I'll get back with you. Ours says that we'll, if we don't get back to it, then like 
72 hours. <laughs> 72 hours. If I don't get back to you, then maybe try again. <laughs> yeah. Well, then we say, like, technology probably failed. But we're also, like, we're we're working seven days a week that, like, emails tend to fall by the wayside. You know? And it's it's one of those things where it's, like, we have to focus so much on the shoots that we're doing now and the, the stuff that sometimes our emails do lag. And so... But it, it would be so annoying if we had someone who emailed and then they text and then they call and they're like, hey, I sent you an email. It's like, okay, well. And then which one do you respond to? The yeah. text, the email, or the Facebook message? No, I think yeah. that's a good one. So condense it. Make it easy. And put a message on, this is what I did on my Facebook page too. I put a message on there. If they do message me, all my communication needs to go to my email. So please send it over there. They can copy and paste whatever they wrote to me. That's good. Um, so my challenge for everyone this week is to make a pricing guide um this is mainly for people who are first starting out and if you feel intimidated by the idea of trying to make a full-blown website and try to do all this stuff that just feels completely overwhelming make a simple pdf that you can attach to an email that mm -hmm. gives your prices gives what those prices include make it easy for yourself don't write out a new email every time and don't don't even copy and paste an email i want something that looks semi-professional um and is easy for people to read and easy for people to access and i feel like that just that is something that will make your life eight thousand times easier i agree yeah that that is something i need to do also but you my, have it on your i have it on my website well yes. that's that's fine then okay well, then, is fine. it good yeah okay good for once <laughs> Oh, my God. Well, Cherry, you old hag. This is pretty fun. <laughs> did you have fun? I did. See, it's not bad. It's like mother-son here. I'm not... <laughs> no. No. <laughs> the old grandma? Like... Yeah, you're like a grandma. Oh, grandma oh. with grandson. More mm. like I'm like the hot, sexy pool boy near the old lady on oxygen. <laughs> no, I want to be the cougar. <laughs> oh, my God. Thank you guys for listening. We will talk with all of you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Thank you guys for hanging out with us today. As always, you can send your questions to lunchtimeaceandco at gmail.com. And we wouldn't mind if you guys wanted to give us a little review and subscribe to the podcast. But if not, it's cool. We still love you either way. We'll see you guys next week.